Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 post game show. I'm your host, Anthony Donardo. With me, we got Jim Rosati. Jim, welcome to a Pirates victory on Yinzer Palooza, aka David Benner Bobblehead Night, aka it also sings. All kinds of uh, Pittsburgh related things happened tonight. Not only did Bednar get the save on his bobblehead night, it was Yenzer Palooza and Leover Pagero, his first home run at PNC Park, 412 feet. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah it's, it's Yenzer Palooza magic. It is. I forgot about the 412 feet part. I was going to yeah. say, I mean, Pagero loves. The Yenzers, three hits tonight for him. Like you said, one being a home run first in PNC Park. And yeah, 412 feet on that. Pure Yenzer. I don't care where he was born. He's a Yenzer now. He is. He's been baptized, Good. baptized in the waters of the Allegheny. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what a game, though. Like, I, this had everything. It had scoring. It had good pitching. It had bad pitching. It had good defense. Also talking about Pagaro, that magnificent play he had at second base day, robbing a hit. Good glove. Uh, bad, 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 atrocious, terrible, awful garbage defense by the Phillies outfield. It had it all. Yeah, it was it was a very entertaining game. Uh, just all around. There, there were there were good things, there were bad things, but they it was back and forth the whole time. Uh, yeah, just a, a really good game. Uh, very enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Also forgot Alika with his first career hit today. Yep. And it was in a big spot too. Uh, I mean, he, I mean, he came up with, uh, he technically had the game winning RBI. There you go. Alika and I was going to say, he also had another good hit. The one time the Phillies outfield played decent defense was on his, he had a shot to the gap. I mean, Guy had to run, catch it. Good defense. What is is what it is. But he played he played good defense. They him and Pagaro turned a really slick double play early on. You mentioned the Pagaro, the other Pagaro play where he caught a line drive, like diving to his right. The game ended on a really nice five four three double play. It's hard to double up Trey Turner, and they were able to do it. But yeah, yeah, just all around excellent ball game. Everyone should be in a good mood tonight. Should we mention as our chat's blowing up, King Barucky? <laughs> Ryan Barucky comes in with the bases loaded in the sixth inning with nobody out. And he gets out, out. He does give up a walk, ends up getting pulled. But he overall, well done. You know, that they only allowed that one run that inning, and it could have been it could have been much worse. Oh, for sure. For sure. Where do we want to start with this game? Because like you mentioned, there's a lot of things to talk about. You can go so many different ways. Obviously, the game started with Quinn Priester, who looked fantastic to start the game. Uh, I don't know. Where, where, do you want to, where do you want to go? Let's, you know what? Let's start with the young guys. So I want to point out here. That's, Jim, that's all 90% of the team right now. No, like I want to point out all seven runs batted in today were done by guys who were in AAA three weeks ago. Um, Andy Rodriguez drives in four runs, probably his, maybe, maybe his best all around game of the year so far. 
since his call up. He had the home run. Oh yeah, like, he it was just a very good game. Came through when he needed to today. Uh, like I said, bases clearing RBI triple uh, to to really give the Pirates uh, the lead there in the fifth for good. Um, so he picks up four RBIs. We already talked about Alika Williams. His first hit drove in the seventh run of the game, which ended up being the, the deciding run. Uh, and then Lee over Piguero. We already talked about the home run, but he goes three for four today with two runs batted in. All seven of those 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 runs, I said, those guys were all Indianapolis Indians three weeks ago. I thought they needed more development. There's no way they're ready. Clearly, so, uh, there's clearly no way. Yeah, and this goes to show you, like, this is why we were clamoring for Andy Rodriguez because yeah. Is he the most polished hitter in the world right now? Is he doing what he was doing last year or the year before? No, but he's now got a weighted runs created plus Donardo almost four times that of Austin hedges. He's basically four times the hitter that Austin hedges is right now. Um, that's, that's the difference. Like, that's what we're talking about when we're, we're saying like, this guy needs called up. Is he, is he absolutely like at his, at his peak potential? No, no, he's not. Um, but I think you can really see this past week or so. Andy Rodriguez is feeling, is looking a lot more comfortable at the plate, a lot better at bats. And, uh, and today was just a great game for him. Uh, no, you actually make me think of a good point i wanted to talk about this but now let's actually bring the numbers up remember a week ago when i think it was on starbucks when we talked a little bit about andy and he brought the question which i know was not a valid question it wasn't like you were truly thinking about it but it was a question right should we be worried about andy because at the time he had like what like nine strikeouts something and like 11 at bats there's a lot of strikeouts yeah should we we what, should we be worried about Andy rodriguez at this point in time and you know we both talked discussed it out we shouldn't, right? Like, this isn't something he's done. It's just small sample. It's welcome to the big leagues. I'm not worried. His K rate's down to 32%. Since July 22nd, coming into today, he struck out. He has a 10% K rate. So today it's going down. It's normalizing, Jim. Like you said, he's got a 97 weight runs credit plus coming in today since that point of time, 111. So, like, you see him, he's performing a lot better since. And he looks good behind the plate, too. Like, you're That's seeing him close. you're seeing him gun, uh, getting caught stealings at second base. You're seeing him frame pitches. Uh, I still need to pay more attention as far as, like, calling pitches and stuff like that. I meant to do that tonight to see if he was calling pitches because he wasn't doing that early on. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, overall, what we're seeing from Andy Rodriguez right now should just make everyone like, like it's nice to see. And I don't want to like go down this path right now, but like, I'm going to mention it. The pirates thought Austin hedges was better than this <laughs> for, for like a long time. They just, they, they chose to play Austin hedges over, over this guy, which is yeah. just gross incompetence, but let's, Let's let's move on. Let's move on. It's Yinzer Palooza. It's David Benner Bobblehead, which it plays Renegade, by the way. The Pirates win. 
it's a good night. Let's not go down that path because I know yeah, you want to so bad. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, well, but that's the thing. Andy's bat is coming alive a bit now, right? You're seeing why he was a top prospect. But I think the biggest thing, too, is like you said, is the defensive part. He's very vocal back there, too. Like, he doesn't look like, I'm the rookie. I'm going to defer to you guys. I'm kind of nervous back here. He's talking everyone up. I mean, he looks very, very comfortable back there. He looks like I belong. And, like, listen, you guys are going to listen to me. <laughs> he looks I like I got some leader. things to say when I got to say them, and you're going to hear me out. Uh, I like, to me, that's what's most impressive. Not even the bat. Again, we thought things would normalize. We're seeing it happen. Kind of expected this, right? The yep. the defensive side, what he's doing behind the plate is actually what has impressed me the most as well. And to your point, right? That's the stuff Austin Hedges brought that nobody could do. It's never been done before in this world, Jonko. He's the first person to ever do this. He is invaluable. This is why he signed for $5 million to the Pittsburgh Pirates. But with that said, yeah, this is exactly why you're seeing Indy here and things happening, and I'm loving it. I'm loving what I see from Indy so far. Yeah, it, it's a lot of good stuff, and excellent game from him today. The Pirates do not win tonight without Andy Rodriguez in the lineup. And, and I mean, plain and simple, Austin Hedges right. starts this game, they lose. Right. Plain and simple. Plain and simple, just like you said. Andy yep. had four RBIs tonight. Austin Hedges has 14 RBIs on the year. I want to talk about one other thing, just real quick, yeah. too, just because we did see it here about Henry Davis owning Bryce Harper. Holy hell, what a throw. We're not going to talk about the misplay defensively on the, on the hit that he bobbled. We're just going to talk about the throw because, again, the defense is a work in process. He's been thrown in right field. He is a catcher by trade who's now playing right field. We're going to ignore, for all the problems the Pirates have, we're going to ignore Henry Davis' defense in right field for that sake. But that throw, Jim. It was hard eye emoji. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, you saw the difference between, you know, in the fourth inning, uh, Brandon Marsh hit that three-run bases-clearing double that, I don't know what Jack Swinsky was doing there. Like, I don't understand how three runs scored on that play. Um, I, I'm assuming it had something to do with Jack Swinsky's just complete candy ass arm out there in center field. Uh, just a pathetic, just a pathetic job getting the ball back in. Sure. But you see the counter on like what a cannon can do for you. And and yeah, Bryce Harper thought he was going to get a double there. He tried stretching a single into two and Henry Davis had none of it. Uh, just a, a bullet right to Alika Williams. I mean, Bryce Bryce Harbor was out by 10 feet. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't even close. Easy. I mean, like he said, Alika had to literally wait for him to come to put he on the tag. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous mm-hmm. how much. And like, I, like Harper committed to that. And like, as soon as he's rounding, you're thinking in your head too. Because of course, again, like us seeing Henry Davis knowing the arm, I was kind of wondering what's going on here. He's actually running. He's taken off and you saw the throw. And yeah, it was just pure amazing. Like I said, that that ball, he wasn't even halfway to second base. I felt like when you saw the ball enter the screen and then Williams just got it and just sat there. Like I going to camp out here till you come meet me and made the tag. So that's what is exciting about Henry Davis. Give him a full off season learning defensively in right field. Maybe there's an asset there too overall, but that arm is just, that's why you want to see behind the plate though too. Yeah, the arm's nice. I mentioned it probably a week or so ago, but 
his arm is the best outfield arm I think I've seen from this team since Jose Guillen. Like, I got to go back that far. Now, I don't, I still don't think he's in Guillen's like territory because like Guillen's arm was really special, but like, I think he's the best since then. God. Better than Marte. How do you argue it? I mean, Marte would probably be the next, the next one. And, and, and Davis, I think, has Marte beat. That's rough. Oh, so you're talking about just total outfield, not right field. Outfield. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, Marte's a tough, that's a tough standard too. If you're talking recent. Yeah, Marte's was good. Like, I, I think Davis's is better. I would love um, I would love to compare them, but that's that's the standard right there. I mean, Marte's yeah. that's what he's known for. And if that's what yeah. Davis presents and better. And anyways. and right field at PNC Park's kind of tricky, you know, with the wall there. It's you know, short porch. But I think it's yeah, a position. Nick Castellanos that he, will tell you all about that. Yeah, I think it's a position where if he puts the time in, like he'll learn it. Uh, you know, he's athletic enough that he can do he can play the position. It's just going to take reps at this point. So if that's where they decide to put him, I think he'll eventually be a pretty good right fielder. I just agree. give him some time. He's too athletic in my mind to not be. Philip Evans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Dave, Davis is struggling a little bit at the plate the last week or so, but you're going to see that anytime somebody comes up to the majors, there's a, there's adjustments on, on the pitcher side, then then he or he's going to make an adjustment and the pitcher is going to adjust. It's just going to be a back and forth battle of adjustments here until he, uh, until he like really figures out major league pitching. But, uh, yeah, 0 for 4 tonight with a strikeout. Uh, I don't think there's anything to worry there. He's, That's wrong, but but I have I have full faith that he's going to adjust to uh, the league. That's just kind of how I feel too. Well, I mean, like you mm-hmm. said, this is happening. This is going to be normal for most rookies. I don't look at this and worry about it. I just look at okay, it's a process. Like I've seen Henry Davis. I'll be. It's still a small sample, but like what I've seen, I've seen enough from him to feel as if he's a he's a competent hitter. That that's not a problem. That was. Yeah. His calling card to be drafted 1-1 overall. We've seen it in the minors. This dude can hit. I'm not worried. Just figure it out. And more importantly, this is your time to figure out. So that way in 2024, you figured it out. Yeah, you got to remember that. You got to remember that literally one week ago, he hit two homers off of Shohei Otani. So like, yeah, that was, that was, that. Was, that was one week ago. Eight days ago. So right. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, good point, Jim. Uh Piguero, dude, again, a great game from him. His his best game since being called up. Uh he opens up the scoring with just a laser beam. We mentioned 412 feet, uh, uh, 412 feet left center field. It's hard to hit a no doubt home run in left center field at PNC Park, and he did it. And then two two other hits too. Just a, a great game from Piguero, both offensively and defensively. Yeah. So I know we talked about this a little bit, and we don't have to go deep on it because it's a post game show. But someone said this on Twitter today, which you know I agreed with. That's what Piguero presents. Like someone said, I have more faith in Piguero becoming. I don't know how you word it. Not a star, but like the better player than like Nick Gonzalez and I forget who else it was more Carl, whatever. But like that's what Figueroa presents. Like of all the middle infielders, more or less like coming up there, Figueroa has that type of a ceiling. If he can figure it out, he 
he could be a power hitting middle infielder, especially if like the defense, like the, the arm we're seeing more of like what we see so far today. Yeah. I haven't seen any like the yips issues and, and all these bad throws and such so far. So like if he can do like what he's doing today, like that's what he presents. Nick Gonzalez, you know, you worry about Marcano. I mean, you know, Sorry yeah, when you injury, look at just like as far as the player, when you look at just like the profile of the hitter that he is, he doesn't strike out a whole lot. He he walks a decent amount. He hits the ball hard. He he he's he's really tapped into his power this season. I mean, he now has let's see, no, 13 or 15 home runs on the year between you know the minors and the majors. Right. There's not too many players on this team who have 15 home runs on the year. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Wayne runs created plus up to 126 today. It's only, you know, obviously it's eight games. So, you know, that's not really a stat to look at this uh, this early on. But he's looked good defensively. He made a bad error yesterday, but like you're going to it didn't cost them anything. But, yeah, he uh, he had a really, really good game. And this is just the kind of upside that he can present to you that that some players just can't like there's like Tuka Pita Marcano mm-hmm. isn't going to give you games like this. Um, that's, that's, that's the separator there, right? Like he, he has the upside to do, to, to have games like this and to, right. to kind of help carry an offense. Yeah, for sure. And I just wanted to point at something here. because like you said, you know, he had the bad play defensively yesterday which is true. And like, it happens. But to me, I think that's, what's most positive is there hasn't been a lot of it. You're not noticing the bad defense. You've noticed it with every single player that's played shortstop this year. There was that bad one, but like, I feel like there's too many good ones that outweigh all. And again, so far it's small sample, but like, to me, that's what I was most worried about. I was like, okay, well the bats on fire right now. He has, the offensive profile is pretty good. Like I could see him producing, you know, right away, maybe a little bit to a degree. I was like, but I'm worried about the defense. And so far that has not worried me at all. So far again, like with that one bad play yesterday, Oh, well it, it is what it is. Like that happens, but you see this good play and that good play. And again, like I keep going back to the Triola one, like the one that bounced off Triola and he snagged it and just mm-hmm. threw and just gunned down that ball to first base, which was his problem, <laughs> you know? And it's yeah. like, damn, okay. Peguero, I'm on alerts. You know, is are you actually a good defender? And again, like you said, so far so good. So back to the ND stuff, right? Like you're happy to see what he's doing behind the plate with Pagero. I'm that's what's kind of enticing me some more with him. I'm kind of excited about what I'm seeing from him defensively. I agree. And and the that was the another like the difference in today's game was the Pirates played better defense than the Phillies. Really? Like if you if you kind of just chalk it up much. and say if you just kind of compare those two things, the Pirates outplayed the Phillies defensively today. And that, that was the difference because the pitching, yeah. neither team pitched well. <laughs> um, and it just came down to the Phillies made more mistakes. And the, and the Pirates were able to make some plays. Like that double play that that Williams uh, flipped to him and Piguero barehanded it, threw on to first. That was an excellent play. I forgot about that. That's yeah, that's yeah. kicked it off. I'm going back to just the one play we got, yep. you know, the snag. That was mm-hmm. excellent. That was super smooth. Uh, like I said the diving play, and then like I said, the double play to end the game. 
it's hard to double up Trey Turner, and that was a quick five four three double play that they turned uh, to to uh, to end the game. Man, I totally forgot. You go again, just so athletic. Pagaro is just mm-hmm. so athletic. And if he's and as much everything that we hoped Rudy could become, happy with that. Yeah, and as much as we can harp on Alika Williams' bat, um, he, he does seem a little bit overmatched. He did get the big hit today. Uh, he's, he's now one for nine. Uh, the glove is really good. Alika Williams' glove is really good. It is. But that's fine. Yep. You know why? Because I'm not going to find the chat. Someone did mention something earlier. We can go back to it. But like, what happens when Hayes comes back? I made a mistake. It's... Oh, yeah, it was Romeo, too. That's right. Turner was up next if the bases got loaded. Regardless, I mean, hey, JC Romuto is kind of fast, too. I know yeah. it's more towards for a catcher, but but anyways, um, yeah, like when Hayes comes back, what happens? Alika's got to go. And again, the, the main reason is because you have Triolo. Like, Triolo presents if you're talking about Alika's glove, Triolo's probably every bit as good, hopefully, maybe even better at short, but he definitely got a better bat. And it's nothing to pride on it's a singles bat it's a light bat but i don't expect alika's bat to be anything so therefore that's what triolo is that's why alika's gone triolo can play short he can play second he can play third there you go yeah i think we cross that bridge when we get there um but yeah i don't think alika williams is a long-term option at this point it's probably a reason that the rays traded him for a reliever but anyways, okay. Speaking of relievers. Do I have so to we already talked, up? Well, we already talked about Barucky a little bit, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> there Did you we go. though? We, we, we touched on him, but the, the Discord, if you're, again, if you're not part of the NS9 Discord, you should join. I don't the, understand it, but I love it. Everyone absolutely loves Ryan Baraki. They they clamor for him. They I they legit so clamor much. for him. There Every was a person that says that I hate. There <laughs> was so talk, you know. there was talk in the chat tonight about like Ryan Baraki joining the, the ro- rotation. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't I don't know what's happening here. Uh but <laughs> I can he see he'll be the greatest reliever ever to don a pirates jersey when it's all yeah, said like, and done. I mean, it's it's insane. We even yes. made like I I Put, I made it so that there's a there's a now a Ryan Brucky emoji that you can use in the Discord, but now uh, he he was the first guy of the pen today, and like we mentioned, we mentioned when he came in, but he really like the game could have gotten out of hand there, bases loaded, nobody out in the sixth, and he stopped it from happening. This is why I said I do want to talk about because I know Tyler was reluctant. If I was on the show, I absolutely would have because I was at that point last night, and now I'm even more at that point because. That's where the game should have gone away. Like Ryan Barucki's coming in. It's, it's game over because it's Ryan Barucki. Like there's nothing that you look at and say, oh, Ryan Barucki's good. Until you look at the stats page and say, is Ryan Barucki good? Because that's where I'm at. Because I'm just totally lost, but I'm asking the question because we trashed him. We trashed Ben Charrington for calling him up, even entertaining it. You're not a serious organization if you're calling up Ryan Barucki. And all Ryan Brucky's done after his first appearance is just dominated. <laughs> so, again, that's where I'm at. Is he good? I say it with a question mark, not a period, like everyone in the, in the Discord. But 
I'm I'm there. He's got me wondering. So if you kind of dive a little bit into this, right? He is hitting his spots. His slider is very good. The sweeper is very good. Give you some numbers here. Opponents are hitting 174 against his slider. They're hitting 147 against his sweeper. Uh, slugging 227 against the slider. He's coming in to face these lefties in the lineup, and he's just flat out doing his job. He has a 50% whiff rate on his sweeper. Right. It's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. And yet here we are. By the way, Vinny T says Brucky is apart. By the way, he spelled apart wrong. Just so you know, big pet peeve of both of us up here. <laughs> the killer bees. <laughs> ben Brown, Bell, Bryant, and Barucky. That's where we're at. I mean, you, you know what they need to do on Mount Washington? Mount Washington, the the Iron City sign. Just Somebody's change just it. replaced. Just re, yeah, replace it to a, a Barucky. Just just they should. King King Barucky. Where the I it's I C light, like where the C yep. is, just put his face in the middle of it. There we go. Yeah. No, but uh, right, we'll he's on. he's been he's been impressive. So yeah, good good stuff from him. Uh rest of the bullpen. Colin Holderman came in that inning to clean up the rest of it. He looked great tonight. Uh he was pumping 101. He's looked pretty good. Like he had that one rough outing when he first came out, uh first came off the uh the IL. Mm-hmm. But he's been good ever since. Like he's put together one, two, three, four, five, six straight scoreless appearances now. Uh, so really good stuff from Holderman. And uh, Yerry De Los Santos didn't look great today, but David Bednar comes in. He gets the five out save on his bobblehead night. Thirty pitches, strikes out three. He made it interesting. But, uh, gosh, he's just so good right now. He's so good. What I find, uh, just to say that real quick about Holderman, you know, early on in the season, we talked about Holderman, how he caused himself to get into a lot of jams, but then he got out of them. And that was, was nice to see, but it was like a little bit worrisome. And that's why I'm still like, I like his talent, I like the stuff he has, but like, there's still always a part of me that's, that's worried about him, you know? Mm-hmm. But again, it is what it is. I think he's better suited to be like maybe not the setup guy, right? So if you have a better bullpen, slides down a little bit. I'm more comfortable with him being like in the middle of the Evers part. But yes, back to Bednar. What I think about him too is the fact that he's had a, like a little bit of a rough stretch. Like these past three outings, it's not been good. And at his worst part of the season, save, save, save. Yeah. You know? he, he, you're right. Like he's been he's been off. But yeah. he's still got the job done every time. Right. At his worst, he's still better than your damn team's closer. Yeah, exactly. Like when when he looks bad, he still gets the job done. Yeah. So really, again, no complaints. Like I said, he made it interesting. Uh, I really didn't want it to be interesting. Not on the Inzer Palooza. Not on the night that you have your bobblehead that sings. Uh, but he did. End of the day, save happens. Got Bryce Harper to strike out for the fourth time tonight. Also, by the way. Yeah. The one and, uh, time Bryce Harper doesn't strike out, he gets hosed by Henry Davis. So Cass- awful Cassiano, night for Bryce Harper. 
Castellanos too. Um, he got him. He got he got him bad. Nick Castellanos, mm. by the way, is now over five with five strikeouts versus David Bednar. Just oh, completely, I didn't know that. completely owned by him. Wow, that's like the one person in the world that owns Nick Castellanos because <laughs> Castellanos just owns the world. <laughs> right. Yeah. He hits home runs and makes things fall apart. Yeah. So good. Good job from the bullpen today, holding things together. Uh, Quinn Priester started off looking excellent. The stuff was looking good. He was pumping 96 on his, on his fastball. I think I even maybe saw a 97 there at one point. Uh, The slider looked good. The curveball looked good. He was pounding hitters inside with his sinker. Like he looked really good off the bat. His problem today, the command. You 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 uh you aren't going. He gets the win, right? He has that will to win, um, but six walks and a hit batter in five plus innings. You're not going to succeed in the majors doing stuff like that. Uh, but the stuff was great tonight. He struck out seven batters, um, and, and like I, said, I mentioned, the the breaking stuff. The breaking stuff was outstanding. Uh, he got seven swings on his slider. Seven whiffs. No one touched his slider the entire night. Not a single person. I was gonna say, yeah, you're you're talking about Brucky's whiff rate. Yeah, Quinn. Like like you said, like you see the stuff. It's got the stuff. It's got the stuff. The fastball worries me. And yeah. he's literally showing everything you deemed. I mean, almost word for word, exactly like, like what you said he presents, right? He's a major league player but he has a very limited ceiling and this is why. Yeah. So like, of course, Ryan and I were going back and forth in the group chat. Just one thing you're noticing. Okay. And again, I'm just bringing that here of something of notice. Okay. He has absolutely dominated the first time through the lineup. You saw it today. He dominated the Phillies. So these numbers get even more extreme coming into this, which is the limited starts he's had 461 OPS. The first time through the lineup tonight, as mentioned, just dominate them. Second time through the lineup, 867 on the year. And as we see with tonight, it's going to get worse. Third time, 1273 OPS. So, again, I know it's all a small sample, but something you are noticing very early on is the total domination early and then things fall apart. And I think, like you're saying, like a lot of that is, is due to him and why can't these guys throw the heat again? Like I just, yeah, it just bothers me so much now because this isn't just a Rowanzy thing. It's not just not a Luis Ortiz thing. Like you just keep seeing it. Just like you mentioned and today, like he did touch it, like you say, but he still averaged 93.5 on the, on the fastball today, the four seamer. Yeah. Which was up, you know, his pre, his, his, his average on the, between the first two stars was 92.4. So like he did tick things up a little bit today. Uh, and then he forgot I'm not supposed to. <laughs> when um when he really got into trouble is when you saw the velocity drop. Uh you know, he he threw a four seam fastball today at 89 miles per hour at one point. He threw a sinker at 91. Uh like he that's when he's gonna get into trouble. And then that is what limits the upside, right? Like right. I think the breaking stuff is good enough that he can succeed at this level, but the fastball isn't good enough to be 
like good, like good, good. Uh, I think he can be competent because like, again, for going back to the breaking stuff, a total of 11 swings between his slider and his curveball today. And they missed on 10 of them, right? 10 for 11 were whiffs. The fastball on the other hand, um, nine swings on the sinker. He only missed one bat, 13 swings on the four seamer. He missed three bats. So like I said, that's, that's kind of where the difference is there. They're hitting his fastball. And when that fastball that loses ticks on the, on the speedometer, that's when he's going to run into trouble because you saw early on in the game, that fastball was looking a little bit better. He was, he was at least like 93, 94 hitting 95. And I, like I said, he even hit 96 at one point. Right. Later on in the game, you saw that sinker kind of like sitting at 91. That's when, that's when the, the problem started. That's when he's 13 off on him. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't want to get like too down on Quinn Priester as well, because I just don't know what this whole drop in velocity is and all the, all the pitchers. And maybe next year that's gone and, you see a better Quinn Priester, and maybe I don't know. Maybe he goes to Tread Athletics and they fix his fastball for him, and we're fine. <laughs> because you're right, the fastball does limit him. And I'm not here to say like that can't improve. It, it c- could maybe. I just don't know if it will. Um, any rate, Quinn Priester, really, really good start until it was really, really bad. But the offense picked him up. Andy Rodriguez picked him up. And uh, enough yep. for the win, for sure. So yeah, at the end of the day, he was, at the end of the day, he was better than Aaron Nola. There you go. And uh, and when you're facing Aaron Nola, all you gotta do is just be better than the other guy. And he was. And he was so good for him. Earns his second, right? Yeah, second major. Yeah, he's, he's now two and one with a nine point one nine ERA for the Pittsburgh Pirates, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> For the worst offense in the league, <laughs> he's doing one with a nine ERA. Makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, anything else that we want to discuss? Um. Does Rich Hill start tomorrow? Yes or no? Ooh. I. I, I feel like I should say yes, just simply because we hear like there's teams calling them, but. Haven't heard too much smoke, like nothing directly. No, like teams connected. Although we know how tight lipped the Pirates are, I say yes. I'm gonna go with yes. I don't know. Actually, that's tough. I mean, because Rich Hill is a walking injured IL stint too. They might just scratch him. I'm gonna go. Yeah, and say he, I'm gonna go. to scratch him. I don't think he starts tomorrow. You're gonna He's, scratch him. He's either started, he's either traded by the start of the game, or there's like enough whispers going on that like everyone knows that he's about to go and he's not going to start tomorrow. I will put my money on that he's not traded by the game, but he doesn't make the start. That's where I'm at. Yep. Well, whoever does start, if it's Rich Hill, if it's somebody else, if it's, hey, if it's Ryan Barucki, you know, uh, they will be facing Christopher Sanchez, who has looked pretty good so far. Um, right. And it'll be the rubber match. So that is a 135 game. We will be on with the post game right after that. But yeah, Pirates win seven to six. 
before we leave, Great. I just want to bring up one thing, just a quick mm-hmm. note. Yeah. Troy also, we didn't mention Troy. Troy, another good offensive game. He's going to be the saving grace, like I said, of losing Santana. If he's performing the way he is, well, for sure. <laughs> but yeah. Like he, oh, yeah. He, that dude's just been on fire since coming back from the I.L. Absolutely on fire. Yeah, because he he started the year awful, and then he he kind of started hitting, and then he got hurt. And but yeah, ever since returning, he's been he's been excellent. Yep. So up to a seven forty one OPS right now, and on the year it's a ninety weighted runs created plus. Which again, like he was at like what a thirty or something like went on injury list, like terrible. So seeing his improvements for sure. But yeah, that's all. So we can jump out of here then. It's been thirty seven minutes. But it's the Inzerpalooza. We had to celebrate. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you all tomorrow. Until then, bye-bye. See you guys. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can. uh, And we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot. But if you could take the five seconds to like this video, and subscribe to the page. It helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.